Well, hello, and welcome to Stream It, the ultimate film and TV podcast just for you. In this week's episode, we're going to be hearing from Gillian Anderson about the awesome Christmas film, Robin Robin. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not allergic to felt cats, which is what this, uh, what my cat is. So I, I, I was Very able handy. to play her without having an allergic reaction. And our fellow Fun Kids presenter, Bex, is going to be testing our Christmas movie knowledge in a very special Bex quiz. Oh, I can't wait for that. Plus, we've got our five picks of what you absolutely need to be watching this week. Of course, right before Christmas. This is Fun Kids Stream It. Hello, hello. This is Stream It. Yes, the podcast for kids where we chat to the biggest movie stars in the universe and find their best things specifically for you to watch. And this week, we're getting proper festive, aren't we, Connor? We are indeed. Well, we've got Gillian Anderson as she tells us all about the film. I absolutely love the name of Robin Robin. The only thing better than one Robin is two. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. Robin Robin. Hello, by the way. Hi, how are you? Connor Connor. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to talk about the actual film now because you've had your moment. Okay. So Robin Robin is an animated movie. Uh, about an optimistic young Robin who is raised by a family of mice and makes a heartfelt wish on a Christmas star to learn how to fly. Sounds exactly like my life story as well. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> okay, it's such a sweet movie. I actually really enjoyed it. And I know you guys are going to love it. I actually spoke to Gillian Anderson, who plays the evil cat. So let's take a little lesson. Once a year, the humans take the spikiest tree in the woods, put a shiny magic star on top, make a wish, and in the morning, they get anything they want. The magic shiny. I wish I was a mouse. Sorry, what? Well, of course, congratulations. Such a beautiful Christmas film. Very heartwarming, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, it is. It's very heartwarming. And um, I, I've got three kids and two of them are teenagers and boys. And uh, uh, even they liked it and wanted to see it a second time. So that that bodes well for it. It absolutely does. You know, you're onto something then, right? Now, yes, of course, definitely. you play the cat. Yeah. And a little birdie, or should I say a robin, told me that you're actually allergic to cats. Is that right? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> But I'm not allergic to felt cats, which is what this, uh, what my cat is. So I, I, I was very able to handy. play her without having an allergic reaction. <laughs> I love that. Now, of course, I'm guessing you've not really been around them that much. Did it make it a little bit trickier to play a cat? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I, I, not necessarily. I, I would say that that this cat has uh many more human characteristics than uh cats normally do <laughs> um uh including vanity mm-hmm. and um uh yeah it no 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 it was it was a lot of fun and the the um her personality definitely started to grow as we worked on it and um i couldn't have predicted in advance what her personality was going to be before uh, Dan started to direct me in various ways. So that was a fun process. Yeah, and what was that process like? Because she's a little bit of a villain, just a little bit. Um, but weirdly, I, when I was kind of watching and feeling like, oh, 
in my head, I was like, oh, the cat's going to be really evil. But it, it was a little bit scary, but it wasn't it wasn't full out there, ah. you know. Yeah, she's she's kind of subtly evil. <laughs> I mean, she's not it's not uber evil. Even the first, you know, when she first comes on, mm-hmm. she says hello. Her hello is kind of bright, and you think for a second maybe she's friendly, but mm-hmm. there's a, a a little undertone of menace in there, which you know, as she gets hungrier and more obsessed with having the mouse uh, or the robin inside her tummy. Um, yeah. Yeah, she gets a bit more uh, grumpy, shall we say? <laughs> yes, yeah. she certainly does. It is very true. And of course, you've done a few, you know, different animations. And what is that like then as an actor like yourself? Do, do you see the animation before you before you get to voice the character? Um, it depends. I've done um, uh, an, uh, voices for Miyazaki films like... Mm-hmm. Um, Totoro, I didn't do Totoro, but Miyazaki films um, are a Japanese animation house. And I did uh, Princess Mononoke and I played a uh, a wolf, a wolf goddess. Um, but it had, the, the animation had already been completed and in Japanese. And so I was able wow. to watch the film while I was voicing the character for the English version. And... This was very different because Ardman, who made um, Robin Robin, were in the process of of actually making it, of of doing the stop motion work, which takes a very very long time. Um, at the same time that we were recording it, and so I had seen a picture of the cat and of the robin, and then uh, when I went in a second time a few months later. I got to see a little bit of what they'd been working on, but it's um, it's, mo- it's it's a mixture of of me building a character around the still image of the cat and being directed, and them creating and doing stop motion around the personality of the cat that's coming out of me. So I think it's um, uh, it's it's a joint process, even though. I'm slightly blind in the middle of it, you know, not really knowing what's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, I bet. And I kind of looking at a still image as well and trying to bring that character to life. And it's really interesting to know it's kind of back and forth and it's not like, you know, here's the product and, and add the voice. It, it's a back and forth and there's a whole yeah. process in that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I forgot to mention, till I was raised by mice. Explains the ears. On our way to break into a house Might be a bird, but I sneak just like a mouse <laughs> And if there's one thing mice are good at, it's sneaking <laughs> Now there is of course a lovely lesson to be learned you know, through the film. And for me, I kind of took away, it's kind of love yourself as you are. Um, And I wanted to know what kind of piece of advice that you would maybe give to younger people about learning to love themselves. Um, Well, I think, I think when we're young, we all go through stages of, of, of wanting to fit in, wanting to be like other people, wanting to be cool, whatever cool is in that moment. And I think sometimes it's very easy to um, to push down aspects of 
our true selves in order to be like other people and to fit in. And part of what this film is is um, talking about is about the importance of being able to um, of being able to accept yourself exactly as you are without um, um, you know without trying to conform to other people's ideas and that in doing that we actually by embracing who we are and everything that we are no matter what or who we are or how we think or how we dress that um that that when we do that we are actually the happiest and um and people see that in us and are, can be inspired by that to do the same um and so i i i certainly have um experienced that lesson through my life in terms of as I've gotten older and older and older and older and older at different um You're not that old periods, embrace it, you know, having to re-embrace aspects yeah. of myself and um yeah. It's it's, that's a, amazing. it's, a, it's a beautiful lesson that's that that's in the yeah, absolutely. And and such wonderful advice there. Thank you. Because like you say, each stage of your life it can change. And I think for young mm. people it's nice to know that you know, it, it will change and you'll become more of you and you'll be more accepting of who you are. And Yeah, and therefore accepted you. by other people too because you are your real self. Right, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Well, I know we're running out of time. Could speak to you all day, Gillian. Um, so I've got one question for yeah. you. And now, of course, at the end of the film, um, the mice managed to steal, you know, some of the Christmas food. And we wanted to know what food would you be most upset if it went missing from your Christmas table? Oh my goodness. Um, oh boy. Um, tricky, right? Probably the turkey. I don't, I don't know how many mm -hmm. mice it would take to actually carry away a turkey. <laughs> but, but if the turkey went missing, I, I think I'd be properly uh, upset and very confused. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is true. Especially All if the it planning. was taken away by a bunch of robins and you saw it flying through the air with the robins that's it the flying turkey that, that's what will be happening on christmas day for sure yeah. <laughs> oh thank you so much honestly jillian and congratulations again on such a beautiful thank you. film thank you thank I'm you, thank you. no <laughs> you'll never be a real mouse this is bad Oh, that's made it worse. Robin, you're not a mouse. But of course, you're a mouse. Huh? huh? Sorry, is that confusing? Yeah, what? We're the mouse family. <laughs> All of us. One of the family. No, Dink. The, the cat tried to eat us. Oh, so good. That's Robin Robin, and that is on Netflix right now. I'll never get old. I'll never get old. I'm waiting for a new film to come out called Connor Connor. Then I'll feel like I'm equal. Okay, right now it's time for the look forward, which is the part of the pod where we tell you, you guessed it, our top five picks of what you absolutely need to be watching this week. The look forward. 
Yeah, we've done all the hard stuff for you. We have scrolled through everything and we have found five must-sees. And we're going to start with a nutcracker and the four realms. So on Christmas Eve, Clara realises that before dying, her mother left her an inheritance to a magical world of fairies and toy soldiers. They're actually alive. She holds the key to the fate of this world. That's on Disney Plus and it's great and that's available right now. Elf Pets, Santa's Reindeer Rescue is my first pick. Determined to help Santa get ready for his merry rounds of gift giving, a team of special elves wrangles in more reindeer and much needed holiday magic. This cute short film is available on Netflix right now. I am so excited to mention this one because I literally watched it yesterday. It's called Arthur Christmas. Now, when Santa's less than impressive son Arthur learns that a technical glitch means a little girl's Christmas gift has been lost, he sets out on a mission to deliver the present before it's too late. This awesome Christmas movie is available for you. And yes, you must come and watch it. It's on Amazon Prime and it's available now. Now, my next pick, you might be able to guess it. What do you reckon it is, Connor? Is it uh, Robin Robin? Well done. You're absolutely right. Because, of course, we heard from the amazing Gillian Anderson in this episode. And she told us all about it. But Robin Robin is an amazing animated movie on Netflix. And you definitely need to watch it before Christmas. So Robin Robin has had her film. And then this one well relates to me. It's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. After the Muppet Theatre faces closure, on account of financial hardships, Angel Daniel requests Boss to help its owners Kermit the Frog and his team of Muppets. This Christmas classic is available on Amazon Prime and ITVX, and that's available now. Okay, Connor, before we finish today's episode, we've been told that our fellow Fun Kids presenter Bex has set up a special Christmas movie quiz. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm ready as well. Are you ready? I'm ready. I was born ready for this. So let's work together to answer five of her tricky Christmas movie questions. And you can play along at home too. Bex, take it away. Hello, Stream It. My name is Bex. I'm a presenter on Fun Kids. I'm a friend of Connor and Robin. And I have my brain-busting Christmas movie quiz for you right now. Shall we get involved? Yeah, I think we should. All right, Connor and Robin, are you ready to go? This is going to be pretty epic. I reckon you can, you can do this, right? You've got this, guys. You're film experts. Come on, here we go. Okay, number one. In Home Alone, where is the McAllister family planning to spend Christmas? Oh, I know this. I know this. Uh, Paris, I think. It's got... Is it Paris? Or, or New York? Oh, which one? No, well, no, because he ends up in New York, doesn't he? Because he goes on the wrong plane. Oh, no, but there's two movies, right? So he does the Home Alone, where he's just at home. I'm sure it's Paris. I'm sure... The first one is Paris. Oh, we're talking about the first one. Yes, we go for Paris. Lock it in. The answer is Paris. I told yes. you. Yes. Number two. In The Nightmare Before Christmas, what does Jack call Santa Claus? Oh, in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, do you know that one very well? I don't know. I really don't know that one. Uh, what does Jack call Santa Claus? Oh, oh, oh. Dad? Really? Yeah, that's our final answer. I think we're going to go for Dad. Well, Jack calls Santa Claus, Sandy Claus. Great film. Oh. Oh. Okay. Thank you. I'm thinking of, uh, you know, the Santa Claus movie when it's actually, you know, his dad, Santa. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, good guess. Good guess. You know, like he finds out that his dad's Santa. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. Totally wrong, but we done all right. Yep. Number three, in Elf, what are the four main food groups for elves? Oh, I think I know this one. 
Go, go, go. Candy. One. Uh, candy floss. Yeah, I think that's two. Uh, syrup. Is it maple syrup or just syrup? Oh, I don't know. I'll go, let's go maple syrup. We'll do maple syrup, yeah. And then the last one is... Oh, sugar, maybe? Oh, no, I don't know that it is. Uh, is it, is it um, chocolate? Candy canes, candy canes. Now, I, I think this was kind of tough, but also if you get one, you can probably get the rest of them by figuring it out. The answer is candy, candy corn, candy canes and syrup. We got three out of four, that's good. Uh, you see, the, ish, the issue is with that, Robin, is, is candy corns. And I think that's an American thing. I've never had them. No, I don't. And I mean, like, I feel, I mean, I'm not judge, Bex is judge, but I do feel like candy floss, candy corn's got a bit the same thing, no? Yeah, I reckon so. We'll have a point for that one. Thank you, Bex. Number four, in the Grinch, what's the name of the mountain the Grinch lives on? Oh, oh, oh my goodness, cool. I only watched Grinch the other day. He lives on. Oh, that's not you, my favourite. Who, who, who mountain? No, who? he lives in, he, he lives in Whoville. So is it who is it who mountain? I think it might be actually, isn't it? Oh, is it um is it Waffle Mountain? Is it is it uh, what would you eat for breakfast? Oh, I know it! I know it! What? It's Mount Crumpet. The answer is Mount Crumpet. Well done, Connor! Yes, it literally just it's one of my favourite Christmas films. I was thinking about it, and then you threw me with the Whoville thing when you said Mountain Who, because I was like, that's actually a really good one. But no, when you said breakfast, I was thinking, what is yep, and I love crumpets. Mountain crumpet. Well, thank goodness you finally contributed. I did that whole quiz myself. Yeah, well, hopefully we get the fifth one right too. And finally, question five. What's the name of the famous song from the snowman? Oh, I have no idea. Favorite the famous song from the snowman, uh. Shall oh, I just Fosti- start singing Christmas songs? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Is it Frosty the Snowman? Frosty the Snowman. Is it we that? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Is it related to Snowman? That's the question here. We're oh, I know. In the no, 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 that's not it. It's dashing that is it. through that is the it. snow. No, no, no. It's we're walking in the air. At the end of it, I've seen it. It's definitely that. No, is it's it, dashing through the snow. And a really? White horse. No. <laughs> oh, we're torn here. Right, should we go? Okay, to go with your answer, then you seem more um, certain than I do. Right, we're gonna go for. We're walking in the air. The answer: We're walking in the air. It's a classic. Everybody knows that one, right? Thank you so much, guys, for taking my brain-busting Christmas quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. Oi! Well done. I mean, I'm not a director, but I would change it to dashing through the snow. <laughs> snow. I know, I know. And sleigh. <laughs> As a snowman flies through the air. Yeah, great. Connor, we did so good in that. Though I do say we loosely, because I do feel like I just did that whole quiz. You just happened to get lucky at the end. Right, do you know what? And this is a little bit of a home truth coming through on a podcast about film and TV. I love film and TV, obviously, but I'm so bad at general knowledge when it comes to it. I feel like I'm quite good, you know. Yeah, you've done great. Four out of five. I'm happy with that. I hope at home as well, you beat us and got five out of five. Well done if you did. And sadly, that's all we've got time for this week. Now, if you enjoyed the episode as much as we did, then please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate us five star. It really does help more than you know. Yeah, and I think that this week we deserve five stars more than ever, thanks to Bex, don't you? 
I do as well, to be fair, because I reckon that was quite the Christmas quiz. I think so too. Tarbex, now remember, if you want to hear yourself on the podcast in the kids' review, then head over to funkidslive.com forward slash stream it. Right there, hit record and record yourself reviewing your favourite film. We're really excited to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, and have an amazing Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Robin Robin. Merry Christmas to you, Connor Connor. See ya. Bye. Bye.